I'm not a ranger yet, but I will be uh, in, the, in the future. Once a ranger, always a ranger. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Once a Ranger. I'm Minhas, and I'm joined with Nav, Akil, and Nick. This is the episode, the episode where we're talking about green with evil, much anticipated episode. Yes. Uh, before we start, we do acknowledge that the new trailer came out for the 30th anniversary. We're all very excited, but we will be touching on that later, and we will have a special episode for that um, episode, because obviously it's a big deal. So let's jump right into it. Green with Evil, the introduction of Tommy, one of the most iconic rangers in Power Rangers history. Let's start with the person who knows nothing about it. Akil. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do know nothing. I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Um, yeah. Because this was this was an intense story. Um, yeah. First of all, I think this is the most cohesive Rita plan we've seen yet. Yeah, it is the most thorough <laughs> and probably the best, and it only messes up mostly because of Goldar. Um, <laughs> but oh, <man. laughs> when she, uh, when Rita says that she's going to take this teenager who just happens to be dressed in green and turn him into the Green Ranger, uh, everyone knows what she's talking about. So, so is the Green Ranger established? Do we know that? Are they like always oh, evil? Like, who's the Green Ranger? So this is where I wrote a little asterisk and a nod mm. to Nev. Because the new Power Ranger movie <laughs> uh, says that Rita used to be the Green Ranger. Yes. In the official Power Rangers lore, they don't mention why she has the green power coin or the access to the Dragon Zord. So it's really up to the imagination. But a lot of people did also theorize that she used to be the Green Ranger. Green Ranger, yeah. Okay. In comic book canon, she there was a thief that stole the power coin from Ninjor. You don't know who Ninja oh, is, so this is just <laughs> this is just a complete sure out of left field kind of fact. But I guess mm. the power coin was in the possession of somebody else. That okay. thief took the power coin, um, and Rita was aware of that, and then took the power coin from that thief. Um, but she couldn't unlock the power of the power coin uh, because she was not a courageous. She wasn't a good person. That's essentially yeah. what happened. Mm -hmm. Or a teenager, um, which seems or to a be teenager. a teenager. With attitude, that was a very big qualification. <laughs> yeah, um, right. which is what kind of leads her to, you know, get a teenager with attitude to then mm -hmm. unlock the power of the power coin. That's yeah. that's comic book canon, though. Yeah. Interesting. And what a good choice. Yeah. He has so much attitude. I think he, he does have a lot of attitude. Does. So Tommy, um, this first scene when we see Tommy and Jason together for the first mm -hmm. time, I think is quite iconic. It's mm -hmm. the first time you see Tommy and Jason kind of Jason go head to head. And you really see that their skill level is matched, like yes. equal. They the they even end up the match in a tie, which I think is very important. Mm -hmm. And for Jason, this is where you actually start to see him having to really step up as a leader like he before yeah. never had to prove his place as a leader because he was always the first choice he was the obvious choice tommy comes in and shatters that absolutely shatters that um and just visually i know it's it's powering just just visually it was very nice to see them do that scene i'm so glad they opened with that scene yeah mm -hmm. it's um so it's funny i i know other shows and movies do this but 
uh, when I was watching that scene, it really made me think of wrestling as a wrestling fan because when they introduce a new character and they have them go up against an established one, but they don't want to make either one look bad, they do exactly what the show did, which is have them end in a draw, their fight, right? Because mm-hmm. if they're, especially if they're both good guys, which is what they're showing us, right? So I just loved that moment, like, because it was just in my head, I'm just like, oh, it's just like wrestling where they just have them have, like, the match never has a proper ending because then that way neither person looks bad mm-hmm. right even right. though it wouldn't probably but it's just to establish okay we know jason's like skilled and he's a great martial artist and here's this other dude who is able to literally go blow for blow with him he's mm-hmm. someone to like i really love the beginning of the first episode because it in five to seven minutes really establishes tommy like why he's worthy of being given the coin and being rita's evil green ranger like it's just really well done in such a brief time and the show mm-hmm. just jumps into it too yeah. Yeah, immediately. And I love that despite them being both these like heavily martial artist characters, and I feel like in even in the future uh episodes like their personalities um what they're bringing to the team is pretty much essentially the same thing, right? Which is often why they head to heads, but their personalities are are still different enough that mm-hmm. it's not like just having two leaders. Like uh in the beginning when you first get introduced to Tommy and and I love that they did this as well because it's such a stark difference to evil Tommy. He's very like shy, puppy mm-hmm. face, you know, kind mm-hmm. of like like you know the way he talks to Kimberly is kind of just like tee. He doesn't um, know how to get asked out by a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. I literally yeah. thought like you know it, the first time I saw that you know as a child you're just kind of like Tommy, mm-hmm. you're breaking my heart here. You're so cute, um, <laughs> and I think that, I think that it's just nice that they had that because that's definitely different to Jason who is very confident upfront. Um, in true to who he is at all times, um, I'm not saying that Tommy isn't, it's just that there is an air of shyness to Tommy that, that Jason doesn't have. And Tom, that shyness doesn't go away, right? The way he's very right. soft-spoken and the way he constantly mm-hmm. talks to, to Kimberly and the rest of the team is continually to be soft-spoken. Yeah. Um, it was, um, really fun to kind of just relive. I mean, I've seen this probably three times in the past like month or so. Mm-hmm. since i've watched it but it's always fun to rewatch it and just like have new thoughts about it i think mm-hmm. um when like looking at this scene again it was like it really is like a perfect introduction to his character in a way that just establishes like yeah he is a good fighter he like it, you don't have to yeah. like go into this backstory of be like yeah i trained since i was a kid and i did all that it's like no he's no, you he just, just show it yeah you just show it and it's like okay so everyone yeah. just knows karate that's cool <laughs> <laughs> that's cool later mm-hmm. on like future seasons yeah. it's just like everybody knows martial arts mm-hmm. for some reason but like here it yeah. feels very like natural it's like of course they would meet in a fighting competition yeah. i don't need to think this over too much mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it just makes perfect sense yeah and now that you mentioned that it's true because in later seasons there isn't the context like they literally met in a martial arts context so it makes sense yeah, yeah. but when they um spoiler alert introduce uh rocky um and adam and aisha so aisha especially is like why does she know martial arts um there's no like context i mean rocky is also like jason and them they also are martial artists what's going on with adam right like yeah yeah yeah. it's just it's funny um i don't complain about it because i like them but (laughs) (laughs) it is it's funny that you bring that up because yeah it's just like what is the lore here um but yeah um okay so i did want to bring up Balkan Skull. Yeah. 
Um, so we have this uh, continuation of Skull's crush on Kimberly. So this is still mm-hmm. very early in episode one, uh, still getting to know Tommy. Skull comes and like kind of hits on Kimberly, but then it's like, let's teach her a lesson immediately after. And I'm not sure what they expected to happen, <laughs> like in yeah. character, in universe. Like, are you going to beat up the girl you like? I don't know. No, they're they're just classic nice guys. She rejects you once, so you need to like attack her a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But background um... rules, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I think again, yeah. it was a a plot situation of setting mm-hmm. up for yeah. Tommy to come in and again show what a guy he is, like the the kind of person he is. Right. I mean, I think it was a little overboard doing a whole like kata to their face, but <laughs> but, but the, the 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 thought and sentiment of like leave yeah. her alone was there. <laughs> That's so funny. There's like all this karate yeah. stuff, and he's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. walk away. Yeah. But I think that's the point, right? Is like, to, to what Minas is saying is like, showing him being really soft-spoken as like a person, but then like going into fighter mode, he's just like, like mm. Jason, he's like unmatched. Like he's just so powerful as a fighter. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, he doesn't need to walk around with that attitude all the time because he just, he knows he's capable. So Yeah. And Jason's like that, right? Yeah. Like Jason, mm-hmm. um, again, not a, not a negative thing toward Jason. Cause I absolutely adore Jason, as you know. Um, yeah. But it is, it is nice that they both have their, their personalities. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Tommy is just so good. Like, um, when you when you think about like everything that Tommy has done over the years, it's almost easy to forget like his roots mm-hmm. and where he came from and why he was such a popular character. And just watching this, it's like no, it's so obvious why he was a popular character. Like yeah. he he was such an awesome addition to the team. Not that the team was missing anything before, but once he came in, it did feel like the team was more complete. And it did, especially in terms of Jason, really balance him out. Mm-hmm. Like Jason, the whole Jason and Tommy relationship is one of the highlights of Power Rangers. I think um, really just switched up the dynamic. When I was watching it with my wife, she was like, he's evil? I was like, yeah, he started off as evil. He was like, this guy's been empowering just for years. And I was like, yeah, it's wild. Like, when you think about it like that, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I look forward to seeing seeing Tommy. Because we, like you said, we don't see a lot of the real Tommy in this arc. Right. He's like a little bit at the beginning. And then even at the end when he's like broken the curse, he's still like in hero mode, in fighting mode. Um. But I'm excited to see that right now. I'm just I'm just happy that he and Jason are the only ones that have ranger voices because they're yes. they talk normal. And then as soon as they put their suits on, they're like, oh, let's get them, guys. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But um, I, I think um, and they sound the same, too. So yeah. you got to like really pay attention to who's talking to to Nick's point about, you know, what your wife was saying. I think it's another reason, like one, the introduction to Tommy is this saga, right? So like that makes him iconic because it just changed the dynamic just because up until this point we've watched what 17 episodes before this and it's like Mm -hmm. okay monster shows up they fight they win like there was no real threat it felt like right at this point so bringing another person that is clearly formidable and quite honestly almost ruined the rangers it's like okay Mm -hmm. and then he becomes a team member but then on top of that seeing him go from evil and then this good character and then no spoilers, but all he goes through in the rest of the seasons and then mm. what he goes through in the future, like, it's just, it's almost, 
inspirational in a way. Like he's able to yeah. go from this, you know, person who did bad. Yes, he was, you know, brainwashed. He was under a spell, but still he did bad. And then he was able to still like become better. And I think like mm-hmm. that's another reason he's so um, memorable for people, so iconic for people. Yeah, and one of the first to do it. And I think that's why it was really important in Dino Thunder to have Trent mirror that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's like a kind of, res- it like resonates yeah. his earlier days. Um, that is way in the future, though. But I did have to bring it up because yeah. there um, is, that season does have a lot of parallels. Go ahead, Nick. My, my favorite thing about rewatching this is just, I'm thinking back when I was like six or seven or something, and I was like, there's a Power Ranger and then a Green Ranger who's just evil. And I was like, I couldn't fathom the idea. I was like, what do you mean there's an evil Power Ranger? That doesn't make any sense in my mind. Yeah. Um, I, like, just watching it over again, it's like, Tommy becoming the Green Ranger was... <laughs> he literally almost destroyed them single-handedly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but before he does that, he does he has, like, this little test for Rita, and he, goes, he like, fights the putties. Makes no right. sense. Even though the first time, the- he, he be- already beat the putties once. She knows he can do it. He took the same yeah. test. He yeah. And, yeah. And he this had to time. beat the putties to become <laughs> the ranger, and then beat the putties to get the sword. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, funny thing when he was fighting the putties and like we were talking about this before the show his like hiya is like so iconic yeah. to fighting yeah. and that fight is just filled with it I and I literally caught a moment where he's like hiya and then it just zooms in like he literally just looks at a trash can lid he goes hiya and it just zooms in on the trash can lid yeah. and I was like okay so fun fun trivia um, so in a, a later season Power Rangers Dino Thunder Tommy comes back and at this point, uh, Power Rangers was taken over by Disney, right? Disney owned Power Rangers. Mm, yes. uh, yeah. Yes. And so they didn't know the show, I guess. So they thought he was swearing. And they asked him to stop with the swearing. <laughs> that's <laughs> he's like, that's, that's, hilarious. that's not what I'm doing at all. <laughs> did, I don't remember if he did it in Dino Thunder. It's been a while since I watched yeah. it. But did, they, did he still do it? I think like, did they did. allow him to keep it in? I think so. I don't remember, honestly, that well, but I imagine because it, it, it would sound wrong if he didn't. <laughs> like, yeah, it's... it would sound wrong. The most hilarious thing about um, Tommy is someone's always, okay, it's going to sound weird. Someone's always screaming his name. Like, they're always telling up for him. So it's like almost <laughs> throughout the memory, Kimberly, and then in uh, Elsa in uh, Dino Thunder, someone's always going, Tommy, Tommy, you know, screaming out for him. And it actually is like a joke within my siblings to always just scream out Tommy. I don't know why. It's like stuck through our whole life. So when, in Last of Us, when Joel screams out Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, no! Tommy! Oh, all together. Yeah, Power Rangers seeps into everything. Right? I mean, and I don't want to get too ahead, but I think part of the reason that is is because the showrunners realized like how popular he was and then mm-hmm. almost got to the point of overboard with like it's the Tommy Oliver show and I'm like yeah. all right you know I, I I like Tommy but there are other people let's give them some but it, it became a lot of focus on him like he gets most of the character development in these early seasons and stuff yeah or character stories not even development yeah. but just like things so he gets the power coin. Rita's still not touching the ground. She's like, I'm on top of the tower. She's on top of the tower. And then do they, they do the test. Um, 
Oh no! Like, no he becomes the a green, and then he becomes a green ranger. Yeah, and then he becomes which, a green ranger. she knew yeah. his name, right? She knew that was Tommy. Like she knew. Yeah, she's Tommy. just like very Tommy. intimate yes. with these rangers, watches right? Them all the time. Yeah, she watches them and she calls them by their first name. I mean, I mean, it's look, really her plan funny. worked. She observed a karate tournament. And she said, hey, this is how I'm going to screw with them this time. I'm going to take that guy who will almost <laughs> beat Jason and make him an evil ranger. Like, you know? That's the best plan. Yeah. And it's hilarious that Kimberly's first reaction to Tommy is almost exactly the same as Rita's first reaction <laughs> to Tommy. They're both like, ooh, oh, that who guy. is <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> She did the whole like oh, looking and then she oh like she steps away from the telescope and she's like ah oh, who's that a little it's so funny when Tommy becomes like under Rita's spell because he becomes like the biggest simp in the world <laughs> yeah. like oh, my <laughs> I must obey my, my empress, empress Rita. <laughs> <laughs> <Just basically. laughs> yes my oh my so god he's so oh, my devoted gosh. it's it's the best when he goes to Zordon and he gets the, into the command center and he's like yeah. Zoran's like, Tommy, you can break the spell. He's like, yeah, right, old man. I must do this for my empress. And I'm like, wow, that's devotion. My queen. Yeah. My queen. Also, his laugh. The evil, like, the green ranger laugh is... Yeah, is, he's really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and this is his first showing. That's the other thing, I think, is, like, for... Usually we see, like, you know... Especially with Power Rangers, it's such a weird show that I feel like the the cast has to get accustomed to, like, what it is to be a ranger, to be a character on that. But, like, Jason David Frank, to his credit, like, just grabbed on. He was just, like, in it, and he just sold it really well from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would argue his acting is more over the top than any of the other rangers. It is. I, yeah. I think yeah. he's the one who coined the corny yeah. Power Ranger acting, if anything. Oh, it is. Like, I think before before then it was kind of more okay. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, he, 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 like, he dove into it, whether good or bad. Like, he was just like, okay, I'm going to be this evil guy. I'm going to be this very cartoonish villain and have this over-the-top laugh. And like, like mm-hmm. Nick said, just like always saying my empress with such... Such energy, you know? Yeah, <laughs> such bigger. Oh, yeah. My empress. He was, he was looking I for love. good work. He was looking for work for the rest of his life. He was, he was yeah, like, I, I need to get, my, I I need need to to get everything for and this. I think, like, Goldar got jealous. He's like, no, she's my empress. <laughs> empress, yes. Oh, my God. Goldar, so first of all, Goldar never wins. No. Okay? No. I don't know why they even bother bringing Goldar into anything. So the first thing is... She goes, okay, I'm going to kidnap Tommy, and then I'm going to send Goldar down. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> he sucks. I don't know. Um, yeah. when, when does... make Goldar big, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing I noticed is uh, the Rangers call their suits costumes. They don't call them suits. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. It's, think, it's yeah. almost, yeah. I thought that was weird. I thought a lot about the, the mechanics of, like, morphing. And, like, because morphing is, like, implies that they transform physically right yeah right? and it's Which not it uncommon looks like they do it kind of does look like they well, do because well, they're also... switching to a different show but yes yeah. but also <laughs> it's it's also in the idea that like some people who are rangers that aren't human turn into a human form they do yeah. and some kids um, turn into adults and then some kids yeah. turn well, into adults they, sh- they shazam it they just yeah, shazam they just up. yeah the other thing i think is I know they've never said this, but I assume that they like their f- 
physical makeup changes because they do become stronger and like mm. they, their power is greater right uh, yeah. once they morph so i do think there's a physical like genetic t- which is kind of messed up like zora is just tampering mm-hmm. with their dna willy yeah. really, you know <laughs> but um i think that's also what impl- is implied with the i mean i think for the showrunners the morphing is them becoming the wearing the suit but like yeah, yeah, in yeah. canon I universe i think it's, it's like semantics really, yeah for it the, is for semantics. The terms that they use. So, two things about morphing that i was thinking about so um, at the end, uh, they don't say let's demorph when they turn back into humans. They say let's morph. So it's yeah. morphing to go into they... being a ranger and morphing to also turn morph back out. to humans. I to morph don't out. remember the term demorph at all. Have they used that yet? No. No, but I think like but in human nature, uh, you would call oh, it demorphing, right? Other se- oh. And other seasons say power uh, down. Power they do power yeah. down. So they say power down, power down, but like mm-hmm. they said morph. I noticed that too. I was like, wait, you're. You're not, I mean, I guess you You're are morphing, morphing from one. Away. Are you in a constant state yeah. of morphing? <laughs> yeah, yes. right. <laughs> it's so interesting too because because of the introduction of the the power grid and it's like its own universe. So what that implies, I think, is that the the time in the morphing grid also isn't equivalent to the time in the real life because when they morph when they're doing those morphic suits and they're jumping around whatever whatever like we see that but then in later episodes sometimes they're running and they jump and then they're immediately a power ranger yes yes yes, yes. so it, it, i think it is heavily implied that the morphing time is completely like in the morphing grid like that whole mm. sequence happens in morphing grid time that which explains sense. why like the monsters aren't like just waiting around waiting for them to morph it literally is seconds in real life time right gotcha. you know how like marvel has like their multiverse quantum whatever yeah mm-hmm. quantum science it's literally the same thing for power rangers <laughs> the morphing grid is the same thing yeah. it's access to like different timelines it's access to different universes it's access to power structures like whatever like it's literally yeah. the deuces machina of the pirate mm. world <laughs> and i think they've the last what 20 episodes we've watched it's just like the morphing grid can do that like, oh, okay, yeah, the morphing yeah. grid can do that it can do literally anything yeah. it's the force whatever it's it is choose, it is the force, choose yeah. any universe and like whatever you know universal power that exists it's the same thing like it's, it's yeah, the same thing it works like just, and you'll yeah. see in later seasons it gets even more outlandish in later seasons right. where it's just mm-hmm. like they, like people get brought back to life and i'm just like oh yeah okay i guess the morphing grid said you deserve to come back i don't know <laughs> yeah it's weird to think about because it, it does that mean like when people die they just go to a different dimension or something because zordon is also locked somewhere else yes. right like yeah, and we, this like... is the first time we really see the mention of like oh let's locate him to bring him back to communicate to this world right yeah. it's really like where is he and then alpha knows the sector of where Zordon, the approximate location of Zordon, right? right? So he he knows which universe he's in. He knows what kind of area he's in. Really, just needs to like lock onto him. Um, and what then as we, oh, I was just gonna say, I think it's like the Force in Star Wars, where like if you attune yourself to the grid, then when you die, you become part of the grid. Yeah. You need to, like, meditate on it or be a Power Ranger for a certain amount of time. Right. There's there's been instances in the comic where um, Zordon has met himself Mm -hmm. from a different timeline and or a different universe. And that's been wild. That's exciting. um, Also, like, for anybody who wants to get into the Boom comics, you can start, like, many more Power Rangers number one right now. Mm-hmm. after um after this one and that's like where it starts off essentially like tommy joining the team 
and then that whole dynamic kind of changes. So it's a good it's a good jump off point if you guys were like watching the show and then you're like, oh, I want to read the comics. It's like, right. Okay. So, so back after to... this episode, yeah. go get that comic. <laughs> um, <laughs> back to the the saga, right? I think also another iconic thing is Tommy's Green Ranger suit costume. Like, mm-hmm. yes, the, the shield makes such a difference. And it is one of the coolest things. It's so simple, but it's so cool. I can't explain how awesome I think the shield looks. And in other episodes, when he gives it to other rangers, yes, amazing. Yeah, like, it, it's just something that is accent. Like it's an accent right. on the outfit because otherwise it's just spandex, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so it really does like bring out uh, the suit and the highest qualities of the suit. This. The difference between the U.S. suit and the Japanese mm. suit is like miles apart. Yeah, though. astronomically different. Yeah, <laughs> I think in the in this was it in this season, or I think it was in like another season where they show the Green Ranger. They don't have the, the proper shield or something like it's they they had to replicate their own. And it's like not the same material or whatever. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. like I didn't notice, but I've had I've watched a lot of Ranger you know analyses videos on YouTube and stuff, and people have pointed out that like oh. That wasn't the same shield, or like it's not. It's so it's interesting, because um, like they they try to borrow as much as they can, I guess, from yeah, you yeah. know, props wise, yeah. but can't do everything. Yeah, and I think Scorpina eventually gets an American actress as well, um, if yeah, I remember I correctly, because so. they she interacts with like the unmorphed rangers a lot in the future. So seeing her for the first time here, I think because I was so used to her, like talking to the Rangers and stuff, I was a little bit taken aback that she was also a part of the original Japanese footage lore, which I guess it does make sense. But it's because she's so like in the future, she's so integrated with the Rangers. I was just like, oh, wait. And also her dubbing, like her voice dubbing was almost exactly to what she was was saying. Yeah, Yeah, I was. I was kind of shocked about that too. So I, I was like, no, wait, is this an American actor? No, it's not. It, it is the Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. What did you think about Scorpina, Gil? Uh, I'm excited. I think when <laughs> we decided to start this podcast, um, it was on a TikTok live and you and Nub were talking about the costumes that different Power Rangers villains had. And I think mm-hmm. Scorpina was one of them. Yeah. So now we finally get to see her in action. Uh, she's like Rita's college roommate or something. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. He's like, oh, my old friend Scorpina. I was like, she just has friends and she calls yeah. her favors to come in. Yeah. There was yeah, an episode where her whole too, point right? is that she's... she doesn't have friends. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, my friend Scorpina. And then she's like looking in the mirror and she's like, oh, she's kind of cute. Like literally says she's kind of cute. That's quoted That's from so the funny. show. Yeah. And then she's like, but am I prettier? Can you imagine that phone call? She's like, I'm about to take over Earth. You better get down here and be part of this or I'm going to yeah. turn off by myself. It's like, this, so funny. Yeah. She really pulled out all the stuff. Like, she was like, smack, smack, smack. And I remember mm-hmm. now, right. I was quite stressed out as a kid when I was watching it, especially when Jason was one-on-one with yeah. Goldar. Even oh, now, even man. though I knew what happened, that really stressed yeah. me out. I'm like, I'm stressed for you, Jason. Um, yeah. Just to, just to pull back a little bit, so this is the first issue I have with with Rita's plan. She just decides to let Tommy go back to Earth, and I'm like, he's under mind control. What does he have to do there? Yeah. Like, he has to break just... Kimberly's heart. <laughs> so it's vital importance that yeah. Kimberly <laughs> feels so... sad. So messed <laughs> up. To be fair, to be fair, he was supposed to hang out with Jason. 
Yeah. And then zapped him into that that cage. Oh yes. So yes. I think that's useful. That's a useful reason to send him back to Earth. That is he can like covertly get to the Rangers while they're not powered up. Yeah. yeah. What is what did what she he only say did to Kimberly? It he's oh the whole world doesn't. Yeah, not everything. So oh, like man. yeah, he's like Kimberly. I got things going on, and you know what? When he was saying it, I'm like that kind of makes sense. Like yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, like I, I wrote here my notes. I was like yeah, honestly, she had it coming at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, she had it yeah, coming like, a little bit, just a little. I mean, he would never like he ends up being the quintessential perfect boyfriend, right? Like right. Um, yeah, oh sorry, spoiler. I mean, you can tell they're they're flirty, flirty. Yeah. Jason's out of the picture. The, the, it doesn't even like doesn't it's even think about even Jason anymore. anymore. It, it's gone. <laughs> it's Tommy and Kimberly show. Um, but yeah, he's like he ends up being like so good as a boyfriend. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, going back to Jason, I was extremely stretched for him. Um, yeah. and I think like the somberness of the show is really um, really highlighted when Zach is the one who has to do the morphing call because Jason's not there. Mm -hmm. And the way Zach says it's morphing time is so sad and so stressed. Like legitimately, yeah. he's just like, all right, it's morphing time. Um, and I thought that was really neat. I think like that actor really read the room with that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, with Jason like being stressed and like he like there's that scene where he's like going at it at that sandbag right and mm -hmm. he's just angry and he's like I can't yeah. get the Green Ranger out of my mind and it was kind of um, I had this thought and I was like maybe he really was upset about like in a like ending in a draw with Tommy mm -hmm. you know because it's like what if he's just taking it out on this like Green Ranger guy because it's yeah. like I, I think it's 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 also like good to see that he has weakness because he's not a perfect dude, right? Okay. Um, mm -hmm. even in those moments, even those human moments where it's like, yeah, it's just a contest, yeah, it's just a record, yeah, it's just this, like it's like no, like this this one time it's really important. It's like bothering him. It's like mm -hmm. I I, I yeah. lost to this guy. How could I just lose? And it's like it's eating away at him. And I think that's really yeah. Cool to see. Mm -hmm. I think also that scene is very important because we have seen in snippets in the past that Jason does have a lot of issues with anger and mm -hmm. a lot of strength to try to control it, right? Like it takes, yeah. it feels like it takes all his will to control his anger. Mm -hmm. And I think when, um, so that was an important scene because again, he's like really close to slipping. And then when he's with Goldar, you can just feel it pent up. You can feel his rage pent up and he's scared and he's stressed, but he's angry. Um, and like when Goldar is like taunting him, he just like goes at him. He just Jason just like lashes out at Goldar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I think Jason learns his lesson with Goldar because he starts off like trying to grab the morpher, trying to communicate, trying to fight, screaming before he attacks Goldar and just like mm -hmm. letting all the rage out. But the way that he defeats Goldar, or I guess escapes Goldar, is by staying still, by hiding by doing something that is not characteristic of him at all, mm -hmm. right? He's almost becoming Billy in that moment. And he's like, okay, I actually, I recognize that I have a problem and my normal way of dealing with it is not going to help me in this situation. I need mm -hmm. to try something else. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, man, this I mean, is why we love him. They, they really <laughs> stacked the deck against the Rangers in a way mm -hmm. that like, it was, it's like, like they it's did. one thing if one of those things happened, right? Like, okay, if yeah. Jason gets kidnapped, you know, we've kind of seen that though, actually like Kimberly was out of yeah. un unavailable mm -hmm. in like the last episode or whatever, but then like, okay. And then like, then Alpha's out of commission and then Zordon's gone mm -hmm. and they can't communicate. They can't teleport. Like, 
They don't know yeah. who this Green Ranger is who whooped them. Like, there's so much going on in those first three episodes that, yeah. like, is almost, like, it piles on and you'd really, like, Jason eventually escaping, them actually getting Jason was, like, the big the big win that they needed because otherwise they yeah. were just, like, morale-wise, they were just, like, what are they we, were, yeah. what do we do? And Can you imagine so, being in your Megazord and then you just get tossed out by dude, one dude? One ranger. By one dude. He tries to fight him with his sword single-handedly. Yeah. Can we also like, just... She, he, he opens this, the door to the cockpit and just rocks Trini. Like, it's just... I died. The way he just threw a big punch. I was like, oh my god. But yeah, like, just taking over your Megazord. Like, how... And then, again, you can't enter the command center unless you have a power coin. So it's, again, like, what is going on? How could this even happen, right? And then, I mean, admittedly, Alpha wasn't too damaged. He just put a disc in him. I was just like, oh, that's great. Like, it wasn't the best. I love that Alpha has a CD-ROM drive. (laughs) I know, right? A robot from a different dimension, but he's got a CD-ROM drive. Well, he loves his music. That's why he's always like, dude, do that, you know? He always likes to dance. Yeah. But Um, even then, like, Alpha was still, like, I guess the virus, it was a virus that still infected him. So even though they removed it, he was still... Yeah, but yeah. he was still like <laughs> he was still not fully operational. So there was still like yeah. so many things going on, and yeah. it wasn't something that especially Jason can just punch his way out of. No, right. True. My grip, my biggest gripe with Rita's plan: mm-hmm. uh, the Megazord is solar powered. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just like the sword. It's red. Well, no, because I'm attack at nighttime? Question mark. That's a good point. Like a a solar eclipse when you just attack it. Don't all these sleep in caves and volcanoes? For some reason. That was so weird. And then they never talk about it again. But that scene where the the zords do get pummeled. Broke mm-hmm. my heart that you can hear oh, them screaming sad. in pain, screaming. Mm-hmm. The uh, robot swords. They, yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. And like stuff that happens in future seasons and stuff, you really see that they, there's a connection to these swords that mm-hmm. like is, I kind of feel like unique to this particular set of rangers because I feel like mm-hmm. future rangers they they have their connection, but it doesn't feel the same. I don't know why. It's just like there's a particular. Um, ending. There's a particular thing that happens. I don't want to spoil anything to kill, but like, that's iconic to me too. Like, just but like the, the relationship that the Rangers have with their Zords is like really, really powerful. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, it yeah. is. It's my favorite trope in media and TV. This like connection between like pilot and machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's like this seeing the Zords, even though it's like um, you know it, like. This is like the first time they kind of lose. I don't. They don't really tell you if like they they get destroyed or anything because they were like falling yeah. in the volcano. And I was like, don't they just live in volcanoes? Like are they just <laughs> well, like, they come out the volcano later. They come out, yeah. yeah. But they yeah. Come out the volcano later. But I was like, it seems like they're just going back. Yeah. But I. But there's like, a yeah. low angle shot where like all the rangers are like, oh, it's like Rita destroyed a part of us, and like mm-hmm. when yes. we needed yeah. them yes. most, we don't have them anymore. So that sort of hammered it home. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do have a, a lighter question about the Megazord. Yes, please. How did they make the Megazord without Jason? Um, so it is canonically explained that you can control other members' Megazords. Okay. Um, it's not like a singularly exclusive thing all the yeah. time. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's <laughs> not. Um, 
It, they don't I'm just imagining it. like Zach coming in on the Mastodon and then getting out and running like into the T-Rex. Honestly, yeah. I feel like Zach up. filled in a lot, you know, yeah. in this moment of like no Jason and like yeah. he's trying to stay positive. Even like through Kim's like, you know, boy trouble. He's like, ah, it's okay, come on, it's fine. We got yeah, bigger problems. Fine. Oh my god, I'm with. buggy. Um like when they're they're flying toward it and they're literally just talking about Tommy. It's so cute. Like really just hones in on like real life trying to like yeah. deal with relationships as a teenager and also deal with like right. the world ending yeah. um which is it's so fun and i like to see them kind of like put that all together but yeah. uh, so i have a couple of notes here the first one i i noticed that um when when everyone returns jason's back and they need Zordon for answers. And I'm going to use need in quotation marks because, I, like, as usual, Zordon doesn't know anything. <laughs> doesn't know anything. And so they they came to the same conclusions as Zordon normally would. Right? Yes. Like, they look at Tommy and they're like, oh, he must be under a spell. You have no indication of what, like that, like, mm. other than the fact that I liked him when I saw him. Right. Um, that's the only thing well, that they have. Well, he also shot lasers out of his eyes, so that's a pretty strong indicator. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Which, which is so funny, because that scene when he first uh, gets kidnapped, and he comes back to Earth, and Bulk mm. and Skull see him in the alley, I'm like, Bulk and Skull, you're running from them at school. Why are you facing him now alone? Because mm-hmm. um, they're brave. They're honestly, yeah. they're the brave ones. Okay, because like the these bench press champion. Yeah, exactly. These teenagers <laughs> that have the ability to turn into superheroes whenever they want, they're like whatever. But Vulcan Squall, they're like, you know what? Challenge at every corner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like today it. could be my day. <laughs> yeah. You just don't know it yet. That's that's the vibe they live by. I think yeah. they're like one of the most people who get caught into the um, antics of the Rangers anyway. So really, I feel like their level of uh, fear decreases over time uh, mm-hmm. because it's almost like they, they still act panic. But it's like at a certain point, like how many times are we going to get sucked into these these Ranger antics? Yeah. Uh, it's so it's so funny, especially with the bus. As soon as I saw them going the bus, I'm like, they only did this because apparently in the Japanese footage, there's going to yeah. be a bus there. There's going to be a bus. I, I was <laughs> going to ask, are there more people in the bus in the Japanese version? I have no clue. We don't watch, I don't watch like Japanese. Full bus. Yeah. No I would imagine, honestly. Yeah. I would. I... It's funny because they yeah. mentioned, so they're like, oh no, civilians. And Goldar's like, these are your friends. Yeah. The bus is <laughs> specifically said friends. Yeah. This <laughs> is like... Because they Goldar's really together. Goldar's <laughs> really going for their throats. It's like it's not just anybody. It's the people you probably Dude. care about, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's like uh, Kimberly's uncle. <laughs> These <laughs> are your friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or at like, that point, they are like, yes, they they have a weird relationship, but like they're friends, you know. Like, yeah. I think yeah. honestly, I think if Bulk and Skull were just, particularly Bulk, were just like nicer they'd be like really good friends you they know like this they they are friends but like there's that dynamic because bulk is you know kind of a bully and he's mean and stuff like that yeah. but i think they see that like they're not terrible they're just like annoying they're, like nuisances yeah. Yeah. you know they're just like so um that's like it's just like they become almost inseparable right. like Sorry, Nick, you're going to say something? Oh, just like going back to Zordon, like everyone, you know, they come to the same conclusion as Zordon. There is one line, 
like they have a small shred of doubt like right at the beginning when the the green ranger comes in and jason's like he like zordon's never mentioned a mm. green ranger before right and it's like if they're looking up to this figure that's supposed to be like their guiding force and then there's this big secret that just shows up out of nowhere and you're like yeah. you're telling me there's a six there's a six power coin i'd be i'd be yeah. mad I'd be yeah. i'd be yeah, so but, upset like, when would that come up in conversation? I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's like it's like you guys it, are the five Power Rangers. Also, maybe there's a six. Six one somewhere that might out, become right? a problem later. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, they don't hang out, right? Like they don't just ex- other than Zach and Alpha, they dance with each other, but they don't like yeah. hang out and chat and say this is what my life was like before. Mm-hmm. You know, like any of that. They only ever talk in emergency situations. So, so unless it gets brought up then i don't think mm-hmm. there's yeah, a reason for to do that. That, yeah. yeah so what do zordon and alpha do when the power rangers are not there because we get one scene in this arc where zordon's like all right alpha let's take a nap i think zordon at least is probably constantly scanning and observing scanning and, the, and, the, like the nick was saying like, he's, he's really bad he's paranoid <laughs> so he's just like keeping attention to yeah. everything that's why he knows where all this stuff is like even if he doesn't yeah, yeah. really like have like actual knowledge to give he's just like well i've spent the last like two days and i found this you know squash you can go get it like he knows where mm-hmm. it is because he just that's all he does he's just like preparing for another inevitable attack by rita that's my guess yeah sure. i, I think they just like hang out command center is like made of like earth technology mm-hmm. and alpha just has to like continuously maintain it because it's like tapping into the power or tapping into mm-hmm. the the morphing grid because billy's able to repair it and he's mm-hmm. like ah oh, these wires are fried and i was like billy that is the most logical thing you've ever said <laughs> ever well <laughs> the, wires, the wires are he was fried Right before that, he said he was going to use a subatomic manipulator. Yes, he did. <laughs> he also said, like, the subatomic yeah. manipulator. <laughs> he, he said, said something about positive neutrons or something as well. Yeah. Uh, where he's just like moving wires around. And the most normal yeah. thing was like, yeah, we got to fix these wires. I was like, that yeah. big, that, this guy's onto something this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did really it, Billy. It makes it. sense because Tommy just pulled out all the wires. Yeah. So like, okay, put the wires oh, down. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It was like, I mean, all Tommy did was rip out the wires, which I get, I understand yeah. would like reduce, like mess the power, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's had, it seemed to have such a serious effect on the command center, just exactly, ripping right. out these wires. I'm like, I guess there were a lot of wires, so that's why. <laughs> Billy's yeah. got like all this mumbo jumbo, and he's like, I just gotta go to Radio Shack, and I think I can fix it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, good. Also, so does the command center have walls? Because this entire <laughs> time, I thought it was like a black room with sparkling lights on the side, but then they just kind of drive straight into it. I no, want to say no, they like enter through the tube. The, the, yeah, the, the chimney. Yeah, the tube. But yeah. I want to say there's other. I, 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 I'm either imagining it, but I feel like there's mm-hmm. in the future, there's like another chamber in the command center. Okay. Um, I, I, uh, because, I, am I yes, crazy? There or, are. No, I, because there's a, if you, there's a scene where they looked. Okay, spoiler. Okay. No, I'm not gonna say it. There's a <laughs> yeah, scene yeah, where yeah. they look down. You're right. There's, you're right, Nick. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. There are. It's a big spoiler, so I can't say it. There are yeah. chambers in it's actually a building, and I think yeah. there are walls against okay. whatever the black fade is around yeah. the command center. <laughs> okay. It's just, um, I'm just making sure because you can see the flying car coming in from space. Yeah. And it, nothing opens, nothing like changes, yeah. nothing like shifts. It just lands in the command center. Yeah. 
Well, I'm it's like, like okay, one of those an open air room. assumptions that you just like, because you know, I, you know what I noticed, and this is like something I caught in the last couple episodes, is like mm-hmm. whenever they say it's morphin time, they just put their hands behind their back, right? right. They right. actually don't yeah. pull out the morph. We, you, well, at least in these seasons, in the last yeah. episodes I've seen, they don't actually pull out the morphers at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but in the case that Jason was missing his morph, he like went to go grab it. Yeah. And it wasn't there. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this isn't just like hammer space. Like you just don't it just doesn't show up out of nowhere. Like no, um, they, they keep they, it. They carry it on their yeah. mouths. <laughs> it's strapped <laughs> on them. But then so, I'm thinking like there's Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Jason just like wears tank tops all the time. So I'm like, where is mm-hmm. he hiding this mm-hmm. thing? Right? Okay, so in the beginning of this episode, and I actually made a note of this, he's wearing these pants <laughs> with these giant pockets. <laughs> And he turns around and he just puts his hands in the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I think it's so funny. And he starts walking away. Right. <laughs> He's just ready. That's why he keeps his murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These giant pockets, they're yeah. so huge. Oh my god. But I'm sorry, that... crying. I thought it was so funny. I've seen that before. <laughs> Any girl that has a dress that has pockets has done that. Yes. <laughs> Just go elbow deep into the pockets and walk away. But that's what I mean. Like, these kids are so fashionable. Can you imagine there's just a morpher strapped behind them? Like, I can imagine Maybe. people in a Billy and they're like, yeah, Billy's doing some weird thing again. But, like, yeah. the rest of them, it's like, why is there a hunk of metal on the back of their belts? You know what? We have them, right? Like, me and uh, Nub definitely have it. I don't know if you do. I have one. I, I've tried wearing them when I first bought it. They are heavy. Like, it's like, it was, yeah. I just stopped because it was pulling my pants down. Um, even mm. though I put it on my belt, belt buckle and it's chunky. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something you just can wear. It's, it's huge. You just need uh, a really, really tight belt like Jason. Yeah. Keep it yes. so funny. It, it's true. It's strange. Um, eventually, yeah. we start seeing them pull out the morpher, and they do weird stuff with their hands yes. too. Yeah. This is the first time we actually see the beginnings of that. So they kind of did this um, for morphing time, which they haven't done before. This is the first time. Eventually, they yeah. start doing the flip like that. Um, but this is the first time they did like a forward thing with the morph, um, and I, I noticed that. Cool. Um, Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, um, I wanted to go back to the Jason and Goldar. Oh, please, yeah. Fight. Oh, yes. Like, I was, I was talking about this in some earlier episode we were talking about because I, this is what I remember is Jason and Goldar in the dark dimension and just yeah, like it's very, it's very <laughs> iconic in yeah, my mind. It's yeah. yeah, and and it happens a couple of times, so maybe that's why. But like, this is the like the threat of him not having his morpher and like Goldar really just. Having fun. Just having so yeah. much fun. <laughs> it feels like a long rivalry, finally. Like, it, it, for Goldar, this is it, right? Like, right. Jason is his one. And then he pushes him against the wall, is choking him. He's like, Rita has given to you, to me, mm-hmm. as a prize. You are my prize. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Pushes him down to the ground. And then Tommy shows up and say, now it's my turn. So, again... This is like Goldar really getting shafted yeah. by, uh, by Rita. Which you know, in future episodes, you can you can see you can see this slipping, yeah, of, right. like the relationship between uh, Rita and Goldar. And what makes it worse is when Tommy is uh, has Jason on the ground and he goes through this whole villain monologue, uh, which allows um, Jason to escape. Goldar's like, "This is your fault." Yeah. <laughs> 
and he's yeah. like, it's the best. Up. It's the best. Yeah. It's your fault. He literally is just like he. First of all, he has plausible deniability that he didn't screw up because he wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't like he he toyed with Jason just as much and could have ended him at any moment, but he didn't. Right. But because he, Tommy was the one who was on watch when Jason got away, he's just like, look at you, you idiot, you screwed up. <laughs> yeah. I Speaking love it. Monologues. Goldar's monologues are so runny and like so mm. nonsensical. He's like, Rita's given you to me. And yeah. now I will choose to end you. Or I won't. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> we'll keep going. Or not. <laughs> oh my god. I know, I know we talked about the voice in previous episodes. Yeah. This is the one that's like yeah. this is the one that sticks yep. the most because it's just so graggly and yeah. it's like uh, it's it's not it's different from the ones I don't know if it's the same voice actor, um, but it, this is the more iconic version of Goldar that I remember, and it seems kind of like buffoonish. Yeah. Like mm. he just seems like kind of an idiot. Right? Yeah, fun. yeah. It's it's um, weird because it's like it's intimidating, but I think then the more you see Goldar throughout the season, <laughs> and like the more he fails and like has to look like such a just you know like. Lo- not lost, but like a- anytime he gets berated by Rita, it's just like the voice loses its edge each time. So even yeah. though it's this gravelly, growly like voice that should be intimidating, because he's always like looking a cl- like a clown, it's just like ah, it looks so funny. Yeah, it's yeah. So not good. He's not a good henchman. He's like Squat and Babu do more damage to yeah, the Power Rangers insane. than Goldar does. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is um, crazy. Another uh, comic book fact that 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 whole cage area is his dimension. Ooh, so oh, he owns. Okay. That's his like. That's his. Mm-hmm. That's where he kind of, you know, hangs out. Nice. Um. Yeah. So like in the comics, after he loses, so the comics picks up right after this saga, and as punishment, this isn't Rita's punishment. He imposes his own punishment. He's like, for losing the Green Ranger, I'm sitting in my own dungeon. <laughs> Um, mm. Until Rita needs me. <laughs> That's his punishment. Wow. So when Rita okay. captures one of the Rangers in the comic books, he tells Goldar, keep him in your chamber. So, like, it's just him and Goldar, and it's it's Goldar and Billy just hanging out, like, in the cage. <laughs> They're not fighting or anything. And Billy's like, so are we going to, like, tussle or something? And mm. Goldar's like, no, no, because Rita, like, I'm being punished right now. And he's like, by who? Like, by myself. <laughs> This is my dimension. So funny. (laughs) Billy's like, so you could just leave? And he's like, yeah, I can totally just leave. (laughs) Uh, Nick, I had a question because there's, based on design and everything, it seems like there's some sort of connection slash relationship with Scorpina and Goldar, but it's never Mm. really talked about in the show. So I don't know if they ever touch upon it in the comics. Because like they have a relation. Well, in the comics, they're just kind of they're goons, okay. Essentially, separate goons. I think in the Japanese show, they have like a relationship. That would make I think sense. There's like there's something going on there. I don't know if anyone caught it, but there's like a no, when, there's, when they a bring bit. when they yeah when they when they bring in Scorpina, you actually see her hand around like Goldar's waist. It's mm-hmm. like right in the corner. Yeah. Um, I even, don't. I I think I there's something that, that goes on. They had some banter while they were right, and even yeah. Goldar says now that we're together again. So I'm like, oh, yeah, he did that, say that. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, what was your past? You know, so it's just like, and the, like, she has gold armor. Like, it all looks very similar. Looks and she turns into a monster when she gets big too. Like, so it kind of fits, you know. Um, yeah. So is it? It was just I was curious if the comics ever touch upon anything like yeah. that. What I think is pretty. Um, notable, at least like in this conversation of like villains, especially for like the American television show, 
is that Rita is like the first since she's like the first big bad she doesn't have a male counterpart until later mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but every person after i think except in space if there's a female um if there's a female oh no in space and rescue but every time after that they always add a male counterpart villain i don't Even know why Divatox? no i diva talks no, no 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 that one too so yeah. turbo in space and zeo i think like kind of not do zeo. with the female villains mm. not zeo no Doesn't zeo's zeo king have... mondo King Mondo, yeah. yeah. But like for Time Force, like they just throw in they just throw in um what's his name? The the dad. Oh my god. No, but the, he's the yeah, main Rancic. No. Rancic. Rancic. Yeah. Yeah, Rancic. Because Rancic doesn't exist in Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's show, a I don't think. yes, 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 correct. But his daughter does, because um, it was like a pink haired villain okay. in the show. I they do this I don't know why they do this. Because Zed's like an American villain. Yep. Later mm-hmm. on. Yep. So it's very Zed's strange. A, oh no, that makes sense. Okay. It's all coming yeah. together. It's, it's all coming okay. together, right? Yeah. Zed and Rancic are American made, yeah. which is clicking yeah. wild. Like, because those two are pretty icon- awesome villains. Oh um, God, I love yes. them. Yeah. Greatest love story in the history. Honestly, of Honestly, I want like, a honestly. whole. Well, okay. Currently, in the comics, they're like focusing on Rita's life right now, and it's like, mm. oh, it's so good because like her life is just so dramatic. So I, I believe it. I get like the like Google, um, you know, news stuff, and apparently uh. Zed. Became a Power Ranger in the comics. Yes, this <laughs> happened literally. Yeah, it's like really week. new. It's, oh my gosh! Yeah, well, he has access to the morphing grid, he's so a, he's a ranger. Essentially, a ranger. He's a ranger. This um, is oh, yeah. the, the comic books get wild. But yeah, uh, back to the show. <laughs> back yeah. to the show. <laughs> the um, um, I think also that as you know the whole. The, uh, the Zord being powered by the sun, whatever. But, like, again, that fight, like, is three on one. And the Zord is just getting tossed around. Like, yeah. Just oh, yeah. every which way getting hit. Again, you're just like, this really powerful machine that, again, has helped the Rangers in so many predicaments is just... it's Again, they're, just, they're, they're on the back foot for so much of this saga that you're yeah. just like... Mm-hmm. It's very... Mm-hmm. It, it's so intense and so interesting because you we've never seen the Rangers in such a, a precarious situation. Yeah. Yeah. That scene, too, was so visually stunning, right? Just, like, everybody's so giant and, like, fighting each other. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know, because when you see Tommy being big as well, it's like, and Scorpina... When you see them as giant people, it's just different. It just hits different. It is just, it yeah. just it yeah. is different. Oh, yeah, especially yeah. a ranger. Um, yeah, I was like, what? Rangers, they could do that? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that could happen? And going against I a Megazord? Like, real morphing. Yeah. <laughs> That's real morphing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tommy had, I think, I guess it was through Rita, but Tommy had powers that we never see again. Um, like growing yeah, he big. Does the, he, he does a Kamehameha. Yeah. <laughs> he does a Kamehameha that he never does ever again. I was like, yeah. oh. And then I thought about it. I was like, okay, maybe he was through Rita and her spell or something like that. Because, like, that's clearly an evil thing to do. Good guys can't just right. do Kamehamehas, I guess. <laughs> in Power Rangers, yeah. at least. <laughs> so, I think when they, yeah. when they fought the, the Green Ranger 2, this is the first time we see the Mastodon shield. Mm, yeah. Because like, yeah. they repel something yep. with whatever he's shooting. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to see that. I thought it was going to be having like a more iconic moment than just this. Yeah. Um, but it, it was cool to see. That was that was fun to see. Mm-hmm. Akil, what did yeah. you think of? Because speaking of iconic, what did you think of the dragon flute and the dragon zord? 
Dragon Zord, I love. That was just Mecha Godzilla. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. Uh, the Dragon Flute was a trumpet. No. <laughs> no. It is a flute. I forgot it's to bring one. I, I know saw... it's a flute, but it does not sound like a flute. <laughs> I know. Have you ever seen that meme of the, the Green Ranger? It's a dra- It's a dagger that's also a flute that sounds like a synthesizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's basically what it is. That's great. Yeah. I, I love that the different, I guess, spells or summonings or whatever the dagger had also had different tunes. It was yes. like I was watching Ocarina of Time. It was really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. dagger, I have a, I have a replica of that dagger as well. I, I meant to, I meant to, I forgot no, about you, it, but I meant to yeah. bring it. Yeah. All three of you have that dagger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have that dagger. That dagger is so iconic. It is I iconic. I don't Honestly, have Saba though. You know what's I funny? A, I, I do. Saba. I do. Ah, you guys win. Yeah. You guys are winning. I do think it's. I, 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 I thought it was gonna be more. I like the scene of him getting the dagger was just going to be more iconic. Yeah. Mm. But now he just gets it and he's like, summon the dragons or you're like, okay, this is. So, so two things with that. Uh, um, one, I don't know if he really ever uses the dragon dagger flute mm-hmm. as a weapon. I feel like he rarely ever actually uses it in like future episodes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I feel like he never really like just uses or, it, you know, as a weapon. Um, Even here, he was like playing it while using the sword. Yeah, yeah. So I he's remember not... he's done it at least once because I do remember him slashing. Sure, but it's not, it's not, it's minimal. a lot. Yeah. It's like maybe once, yeah. The, like yeah. And it, and dagger is five hundred and forty-seven dollars. <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. That no, much when before. we got it, it was fifty dollars. Yeah, it was fifty dollars. Um, we're talking about the lightning collection, right? The legacy collection. Yeah, um, legacy. Yeah. Yes, but, yes, yes, yes. So the other thing is, um, it's and it's one of my, it's not a huge nitpick or gripe, but it is a gripe. Is episode five resolves so quickly, like yeah. everything yeah. just they introduce the dragon sword, which I'm like, awesome, but it kind of gets put out of commission pretty quickly, and then for whatever reason. Jason, I guess, because he jumped out, Tommy's like, okay, I guess I'll leave the Dragon Zord and I'll just join you. And then they fight for, like, 30 seconds and then Jason happens to, like, shoot the sword and it's over. I was like, that was really cool. so funny. It was like, that, <laughs> yeah. scene, that, that shot, he's just like, yeah. his little gun, he's like, <laughs> yeah. It was just very quick. And I get it, like, you know, after four episodes of, like, just getting their butts whooped, it kind of makes sense to just like okay get it done with, but it was just like when I rewatching, I was like, whoa, this was very quick. That like they everything was fixed. Like Zoran's back. What I think was weird was like the the sword was the connection to the spell. Yeah, but the sword was not originally part of the spell. Of the spell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was gonna hold Why? him forever. That's what Goldar said. Oh, so maybe it was oh, like, yes, right, right, right. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, I thought that right, too, right. and then I was like, I I guess I guess it works. I'll buy it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not the best. Okay, so back to what you were saying, I think, Nev, when you were like, oh, no, it was Akil. Like, we were like, why didn't Zordon talk about this this ranger? Mm-hmm. Um, what's worse is the ending of this episode, episode five. The prophecy is now complete. Yeah, yeah what, what, what prophecy? Hello? What prophecy? Like, where's so the Usually yeah. you mention prophecies before they're completed. Keeping things from these rangers. I think I think Zordon is much like like for the showrunners, the writers, Zordon is much like Billy, and they're like, we just need him to say something wise, you know, or like very like you know, 
ethereal, like, oh, like, something very, like, grand. And so, like, Billy has to talk very smart all the time and say, run, in a really complicated way. Zordon has to, like, make these grand statements that make him sound wise and this great mentor, but, like, what prophecy? There is no prophecy. There's never been a prophecy prophecy. explored. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he probably just said it. (laughs) They're probably, like, the rangers, like, are like, oh, okay, I guess there's a prophecy. Now there's six of you. (laughs) Um, <laughs> now, I guess and he, was, he just like, went into the morphing grid and he's like what happens when there's six power rangers <laughs> this is a prophecy, prophecy. Okay. Uh, this is it this is the prophecy <laughs> also um, again with my gripe of episode 5 so mm-hmm. they take like three minutes to have them morph do their poses and then introduce the new zord which I love I love that dragon zord combo um, mm-hmm. is probably my favorite Megazord combination. And it's used very rarely, sadly, but I don't know, something about the the face being inside the head of the Dragon Zord, like, it's just all cool. And, like, Billy and Trini, their Zords are the ones that join. And the, the weapon, you'll see the weapon in a future episode. It's, it's and dope. And the foot becomes a kneecap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that was, like, probably three minutes that you could have used to, like put that story to just like get the leave the battle lasting just a little longer so it wasn't like one shot and the dragon zord's done because for some for this really iconic zord to be down in like one strike i was like oh that kind of sucks you know so yeah. they, i mean he just like hobbles to the ground too he just like lays there yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just there down no, and I'm no. like oh i guess it's done and like I love, I mean, seeing the morph is, was fantastic. Obviously, see all six of the morph. This, it, it's great, but it was also like, I just could have, but maybe they were uh, like limited by fo- Sentai footage. So they were just like, we gotta, we gotta get this yeah. done. <laughs> well, like I was confused because they like more, they, they brought all those words together and they didn't do anything. Yeah. They were just like, oh, look, you guys can do it now. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Ah, nice. Right. Okay. Let's <laughs> see it complete. Level up. You <laughs> get it. It's something I feel you could have saved for like, a, a monster that they we were struggling with. It's like, oh, well, you actually can combine your Zords and this new right. mode is, is strong enough to, like, you know, but they were just like, hey, you just you got it. Go for it. They do that in previous episodes, too. Like, up until this point, it's not unheard of for them to do that. It's frustrating right. for sure, and I understand your gripes, and I also have a gripe with that. Yeah. But it is very on par with, with what Lord Power Rangers has been up to this sure. point. Yeah. Akil, you said you had, like, some problems with the... Not problems, but, like, the... The transition between episodes. Yeah. I think it was yes. like episode four to five, and I was like, they couldn't morph for like a minute. And I was like, when did that happen? You know, oh, I, I was like, I wanted to oh, talk yeah. about the transition from episode one. Okay. All right, do oh. it. Let's do Whoa. it. Start from the beginning. Because Jason just kind of looks at the other Power Rangers, and I, I didn't write down the exact quote, but he basically says, I feel like this is only part one of a five-part series. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is only the beginning of a larger battle. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that is what he said. He did yeah. say that. That's so funny. Oh, yeah, and then somebody said, why is she retrieving, like, retreating? Yes. Like, she put, that was actually really smart. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's insightful. That was Zach who said it. Um, that was in a transition. I just remember that he said that. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. She retreated he, quite he a re- bit, and I didn't get why. I was just like, you're doing really well. Why do you keep pulling, calling people back? I keep calling back. Yeah. Scorpina yeah. came so, back for no reason. Like, that was such, it, the, if you, I don't know if you remember the scene, but like, she, she appeared, she sent the putties, she fought with them for like 12 seconds, and then we mm-hmm. cut to Rita, and her and Goldar, Scorpina and Goldar come back out, 
And she's like, I almost had them. I was like, you, you did have them. <laughs> you did. Yeah. It's not you almost. You did. <laughs> so I was very, like, there was some wonky editing in the, the episodes, you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. minor stuff that you can, like, gloss over because overall the story is just well told. But I was just like, yeah. since I'm watching it very critically, I'm like, why did she get called back? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Other, other I, things that I noticed was like Tommy fighting the putties, and at the very end when he beats them, he's like, "Why me?" And I was like, "Is he having what? a bad day? He is like, like his life sucks." Right you now? know what? He's probably like upset he couldn't talk to Kimberly properly. He's like, "Fuck." No. Probably that up. the tie, right? And he's like, "Ah, oh, man, yeah, why sucks. me, bro?" <laughs> I mean, you're a new kid. Yeah. He just moved there, and like suddenly, like the town just like keep. Does the rest of the world know what's going on in Angel Grove? Oh, I yeah. wonder. If you don't know, like, why would you move, move there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like the Gotham City argument, right? Like, why would anybody mm-hmm. live in Gotham? The rent must be astoundingly amazing. <laughs> It must be like, like $2. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I mean, okay. they have this thriving community center that, like, I, they don't yeah. pay anybody other than earning. Or like, Ernie. All somebody is, Goldar's yeah. attacking the city and they're just watching it on the television. And right. Ernie, Ernie's like, isn't that just as awful? And then Kimberly's like, yeah, that sucks. Anyway, have you seen Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> right. That also threw me off. Like, I think because it was after the bus thing, right? Like, yeah. everybody yes. ran. Everybody yeah. left. They dispersed from that space, understandably. Yeah. Then Goldar left because the, the, the Rangers helped. And then everybody's just back. And I was like, yeah, everything's fine? Now, fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, yeah, just oh, this is terrible. These monsters are attacking, but not this section, it, not today. It like, happens every week. Like it gets <laughs> right. Old. They're kind of like yeah. whatever. Then what, then I think let's go thank God for the Power Rangers. He was like, here we go again. Thank God for the Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I appreciate and that. Both people insert themselves. They're like, no, we're the real heroes here. <laughs> yes, that's that's the beginnings of. Didn't you notice we're always around the Power Rangers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't you notice that? The, the good... So funny. Was it uh, a scene here um, where Rita is just taunting people on her unicycle again? Yes. Yeah, she's just there, just like, like circling. Floating. Yeah. She's floating on her unicycle. <laughs> Which we know is. What are you going to do, do, huh? She, <laughs> she can't touch the she's ground. The best right because she could teleport to earth i love that she just like floats on her unicycle she's also like a my... master at the floor is lava game because she never touches the dang <laughs> never floor t- she never <laughs> touches the ground i think no i think in episode two she walked on grass <gasps> wait no there was that one there was like one episode where she briefly was like on level play yeah. like level ground but like every no, other you're... instance She's on a mound or something. Oh, she was was walking over a hill, and then when we cut back to her, she's standing on top of a rock. I think the Uh, hill counts as ground. (laughs) This is what we thought. (laughs) We thought we got her. Yeah, she's been on rocks the whole time. (laughs) But the that uh, that one scene with Ernie and everything, as funny as it is, I do like Mm -hmm. it because, like, hearing him say, like, as a ranger, hearing him say, like, oh, at least we have the Power Rangers. Kim is like, we're not doing well. Like, I don't know, it was like a really, it was a simple but a good moment of like, again, uh, like, uh, I don't know if pathos is the right word, but of like, just letting us into the Rangers' inner emotion. Because Kim's like, yeah, she's not like, excited to say, because she knows realistically, like, they're failing at this moment. So it was just, (laughs) you know, as like, silly as it can be, is just like, actually a really well done moment for like, us to feel the Rangers. It is, yeah. And they all want to give up at a certain point. Like, literally, just like, what do we do now? Like, we're out of options. 
Yeah. We, was we, Jason there when they wanted to give up? Because I don't think yes. Jason would let that happen. No, no, he uh, he, no, no. he spoke he, out. He was like, "Come on, yeah. Rangers, we can't." Oh um, yes, of course. He I knew he wouldn't let that happen. Not my Jason. I, I knew <laughs> all of the all of them have like some part to play. Like even Billy like fixes the command center. Trini doesn't do a lot. Right. Trini is kind of just on the back burner for this whole arc. It's true. Which the only thing I literally only remember her doing anything is like at the very beginning where um she's like oh you have to focus your body and mind when you're in this fight and i'm like okay that might come back never comes back <laughs> it never comes back and then i think she's part of the conversation of like why scorpina and like all of them keep pulling back other than that she doesn't really like contribute right. a lot yeah i mean she's just kimberly other than like to the fact that she is the only connection to tommy to tommy yeah she doesn't do much. And nobody knows that Tommy is the connecting factor here. Yeah. Right. The, she, almost, it's almost worse because they don't know that it's Tommy. Through the whole thing, she's like, but Tommy. Like, you know? <laughs> Tommy. I mean, yeah. It's like, that's not time. I mean, I know I liked it on the outside. Like, I love seeing that stuff. But if I were a ranger, I'd be like, you know, we have serious business here was on her a little bit in the cars like we you mm-hmm. know hey your boy troubles they they, they that sucks but we gotta really yeah. focus on something else I yeah mean, i think yeah. i i do sorry were you gonna say something Akil? oh i was just gonna say when they do find out it's tommy they're like how could tommy do this to us yeah like, like Tommy just showed up. Tommy. He was mean to you, and he—you saw him fight Jason the same way that the Green Ranger fought Jason. So, like, of course it's Tommy. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's why it's funny too, because they're like, he has to be under a spell. Like, why does yeah. he have? Like, how do you know he's not just a jerk, right? Yeah. Because he gave googly eyes to Kimberly for a second, and then the yeah. next day he was mean. He—that sounds like a normal dude. If anything, <laughs> he, <laughs> like to his credit, he was polite to Jason. Before zapping him into the astral plane, right. yeah, he was. They were yeah. they, they apparently made a plan to work out together. So like, yeah, I guess off-screen stuff took place that we don't yeah. know of. That yeah. we don't. Um, I guess. So uh, really, Tommy's just a flake. He's not evil. This, this is probably going to be counter to what I said earlier because I was like, maybe Jason like really just hates if he lost to Tommy. Maybe him finding out that it was Tommy was like a big relief. He's like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Of course, it had to be that guy. Like, yeah. yeah. Literally, if it was anybody else, I'd be so pissed. Yeah. I know. Because it's like, it's, it's, like two people in one day. I know. <laughs> going back to <laughs> Minas, going back to what you were saying about Kim, I found it funny because when she asked Tommy to hang out, she said, "Oh, we're meeting at the like a couple of us are meeting together at the yeah. youth center," and then yeah. when she was complaining to Zach, she was like, or telling the Rangers, she was like. Tommy didn't meet me there. I was like, what do you mean me? Like, it was supposed to be a bunch of you, wasn't it? <laughs> like, like, I see what you're doing, Kimberly. I see what you're doing. Yeah. I know. He doesn't even think it's a thing. He's just like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm making friends. Well, when you say meet a couple of us are hanging out, I wouldn't assume it's a date either. I'm like, yeah, yeah a couple no. of us are hanging out. You know, you yeah. got your group of friends I saw. Like, but... Hey, he was on to something. The whole world doesn't revolve around. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm sorry for existing. Like, literally, um, up, up until this point, the first time I watched it, I'm like, why is he being so mean? Obviously, I was a child. But when I watch it now, thinking back, when we've seen this episode to episode, and Kimberly is so mean to Billy... And so mean to Skull. And I'm like, you know what? Tommy, like, Tommy has, like, a point, right? He's not out of line when he says some of the stuff he says. He's like, why are you concerned for me? I don't know you, right? And then... I don't I'm a know big you. boy, Kimberly. And then she's like, I, why are you acting like you're mad at me? It's like, this isn't about you, Kimberly. 
I have other things to worry about. My empress needs me. (laughs) (laughs) But I do like Kim's response as she walks away. She goes, excuse me for living. (laughs) Excuse me for living. It's so funny. I think think the first two instances were like, he's mean to her. It's like, okay, you know, she had it coming. Within the third instance, uh, me and Nava talked. Actually, I I saw it on Twitter. Uh, it's that scene where he's like doing the the reps. <laughs> yeah, then well then, big great dude. So iconic. That scene is ingrained so in my intense. memory. The intensity of it is amazing. Yeah. He's so like, good. Hey, he went from like being mean to just like, I'm literally going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> that was like serial scary, killer vibes. Your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not playing Mr. Nice Guy anymore. That scene is so good. I know it's oh silly, but I literally love that scene. Oh, no, it's great. Yeah, for a lot of reasons because, um, he, yeah, so there's anger. You can tell he's really like, worse into the spell than she thought kimberly's reaching out like we can help you and then he says is that so pink ranger mm-hmm, and yeah. kimberly has this mo- and you can see it in her eyes there's just she's just like mm-hmm. what and she goes back and she's like he's known who we were all along yep. and i think that that's another reason that scene is so awesome and iconic because it's it's like really putting together um, the whole episode, it's like really these moments of like mm-hmm. connectivity, which the Rangers aren't, the Power Rangers show isn't really good at that usually. Yeah. This yeah. this season, this episode was really good at that. Yeah. yeah. I am, um, these are small notes I had, but like, uh, it was, I had written down too, because they said he totally changed. And I was like, you don't know him. You don't know. How do you, you change, know him. change it? How? <laughs> like, he could have been a jerk the whole time. It was just, yeah, you know, I don't know. Was, yeah. but, um, Going back to the Jason Goldar thing, my favorite thing that Goldar says, he's like, now you're demanding. Soon you'll be begging. I was like, man, that's <laughs> savage. That's, that's... That whole scene was like, I'm like, what is going on here, Goldar? He's so wild <laughs> for those lines. I'm like, it's a little touch and go here. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I love it. He's, his arrogance in that is so, f- like, it's yeah. over the top, but it's hilarious. Because mm-hmm. he's just like, okay, I'm just going to drop the morpher. Go for it. Go for it, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, he's go like... for it. Do it. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of fan fiction about that scene. Like, I guarantee it. Guarantee. Yeah. But his was... his overconfidence was that there the whole episode. Because even when he was up with Rita, he's like, I am the best. Yep. I can definitely defeat him. And I think that's mm-hmm. more than we've seen from Goldar before, too. So Yeah, Goldar Good and Jason are himself, like... Because he deserves it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goldar and Jason are two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, you definitely can see that's why... Um, for up until this point, like it's always been Goldar and Jason. He doesn't really care about the other Rangers that much. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I don't remember in the future if it's the same thing. That's, but that's always like a a fun dynamic to explore with like villains. I feel mm-hmm. like it's like passionate, like it's just you and me kind of mm-hmm. I, idea that like I, I, obviously like with Goldar since he's like kind of an idiot, it's yeah. more comical. But like. You can definitely see it like play out in like future seasons of Power Rangers. Um, my favorite one is from Time Force, where it's between Wes and the the Six Ranger, the Quantum Ranger. Oh, yeah, um, that's so Eric. good! I was oh, gonna say, Eric, Eric literally just hates Wes for everything he does. Like, so literally, I literally exists. hate it when you breathe air. <laughs> like, I hate everything you do. Yeah, but you know, I don't even blame. I don't yeah. blame Eric. Like, I don't believe Eric either. Yeah, but... I, <laughs> eat the rich, he's man. Just, yeah, like, <laughs> come on. Like, Jen, like, also hates Wes until yeah. the end, right? Like, yes, yes. 
there's reasons he's good... not like good at his job. But I'm just saying. Just to jump the time for us a little, like the ending of how it ends and knowing that they like fight, you know, together. But, it's like, oh man, so iconic. It's like they, they hate it. Well, Wes, Eric just hates Wes, but like yeah. he's like, yeah, we'll do this together, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but Nick, I think a better example of a villain is the Psycho Rangers, dude. Oh, like, yeah. They just like, they're just like, oh, they're not fuck, just obsessed yeah. with destroying the Rangers, they're just obsessed with destroying their color Rangers. Their like, color Rangers. I, yeah. Red Ranger could not care. About Blue Ranger, uh, the Blue Red Ranger I, I at all. Did. He's like, I just want the Red Ranger. Where is he? And like, it's it's amazing actually. When we get to that, hopefully, like, uh, I yeah, hopefully so we'll sick. get to that. Yeah. I think even further down the line, uh, that so Psycho Rangers is also a one time as a kid that like I was legitimately stressed. Um, yeah. When. <laughs> With Beast Morphers, they also had something similar with the avatars. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, so they kind of had something, but they they didn't care about their. They just hated the Rangers. Yeah. Right? This is not Power Rangers related, but Yugi Moto and Seto Kaiba from Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> yes, that is the most hottest, Dude. most intense intimacy Dude, that two people can have. Seto ever. is the pettiest. <laughs> oh my god, the pettiest. A final movie where he literally designs a machine to go into a different dimension just to play a game with the Pharaoh. That guy's in love with him. Like, you can't tell me anything okay, else. That guy's in love with that guy. I know. Okay? He literally is jumping so many words. Time. But, <laughs> but, okay, but in, in the, sh- I remember in the show, he's dueling Yugi and he decides, oh, I'm willing to commit to take my own life. Or lose like win yes, this duel. This guy's intense. Because he's because like because the the holograms have huge explosions like the energy I guess yes. released. So he stands on a ledge, and he's like, "Go ahead, make your attack, and then I'll fall and die, and you'll be you'll be guilt ridden for the rest <laughs> dude, of your dude. life." And I'm like, "Dude, it's a card game. It's a card game." <laughs> To continue our Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, in in our Power Rangers <laughs> podcast, Akil, do you have any thoughts? Like any. Any thoughts? You, you said something, Akil. So. No, yeah, I, any final thoughts? Do you think this this episode is as iconic as we think it is? I think is the most important question. Yes. Um, I I don't know if iconic is the right word yet. Because, mm-hmm. because um, everything that you guys were talking about, about the introduction of the Green Ranger, is how this comes into play later. And I haven't seen that. Sure. Right. So I think this episode right. arc will be iconic when I finish the series. But <laughs> right funny. now, yeah. right now it is intense. It is driving. Um, I think they did. I. So when we said we were going to do this, I thought it was a three-part arc. No, it's not five. a five-part five, five. five. Yeah. But they did a great job of like making sure that people or at least that I was engaged episode to episode to episode. The first time it was corny because it's like, oh, there's some coming next. Stay tuned. Yeah. But like by the beginning of the second episode, I was like more invested than I have been right. in in this story. So it was absolutely fantastic. Excellent storytelling. These episodes, it was like one a day for a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They showed yeah. all five like through one week. So yes. imagine waiting a week for that. Oh my god. Yeah, I would. Uh, I yeah, I would not have liked that. Like, I remember I feeling. Insane. Yeah, I remember the feelings of watching this episode yeah. just like yeah. in my heart. Yeah, I'm like you had the luxury of watching it all at once. But like, can you imagine as a kid like watching yeah. this? This is probably the most stressed you've ever felt in your Dude, entire life. 
Part yeah. two, all the shattering. You're like, mm-hmm. I only know the Power Rangers is good people, and then you're telling me there's an evil Green Ranger, yeah. and then every episode is just escalating and escalating <laughs> to just being worse. Yeah. And you're like, what is going on? I hate yeah. this. I part, know. Part two ends. Great, right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> part two ends with Jason trapped in the dark dimension. Like, imagine mm-hmm. even 24 hours, like thinking. Oh, I would be thinking about the whole the rest of the day. I could not oh, think yeah. about anything else. Be the only thing do. to talk about on the playground. Listen, I was like, "Will Jason ever be okay?" <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. It was like the longest time of my life, and I feel like when we were kids too. If you missed it, you missed it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you have to wait till a marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they weren't doing reruns in. like yeah know, as much. Um, I go to the swap meet and get the tapes, and then the tapes would have like six or seven, five or six episodes on them. Mm-hmm. But just be like, I'd I'd watch the same five six episodes every time, and yeah. I think the ones I had were like a later season two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just that's so funny thinking about it. Kids just going to school, yeah. And like, mm-hmm. what's wrong? Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was like, what's wrong, Billy? Is like, I don't know. Man. I don't Jason, know. If Jason's gonna yeah, survive. <laughs> It's stress. It's it's a stressful time, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember, this is like slightly off topic, when I was in grade four, that's when In Space came out to eight, like, I guess to age me. Um, And we had to write these like time capsules. Mm -hmm. And uh, just like, what was your favorite TV show? And I wrote Power Rangers. And someone was like reading and they're like, you like Power Rangers? I'm like nine years old. I'm like, is that too old to like that? Yeah. <laughs> That's when I had my reality check. I think it was in, what, mm-hmm. like fifth grade? Yeah. Did show and tell, and I brought like a Power Rangers Megazord. And everyone's like, I remember one kid's like, you still watch Power Rangers? I was like, what's wrong with that? Chill out. Little they know we're watching it straight up to like our whole lives. Yeah. <laughs> stopped, right? It's so funny. Oh man! Yeah, wow. I watched Power Rangers till I was like in high school, like at least you know keeping up with the the seasons. And then after mm-hmm. I stopped for a little bit, and then I caught up, and then since then haven't stopped. But yeah, but I yeah, think like, like think, thinking about it, it's like you'd come home from school, right? Like high, either middle school or high school, and like everyone talks about the shows like Code Lyoko, mm-hmm. and like um, what's like more iconic shows like like the more the Sailor Moon. Like, Sailor Moon, uh, uh, what is it like Ben Ten and stuff like that? It's like everyone mm-hmm. loves those shows, but Power Rangers was also on at the time, yeah. you know. And I'm like, I just made the decision to go watch that instead. And it's like, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, Jenner no or Mega Sex LR <laughs> and, and watching Power Rangers. Like, uh, I think I think there was just this probably air. I feel like it was maybe like ten years ago where like Power Rangers was like lame. But the mm-hmm. Disney, I was like around the Disney era of like yeah. Power Rangers, and but, like, that's when it was like the best. That it was like when was. they had like really good seasons. They did have really good seasons. Yeah, so yeah. I loved a lot of the Disney era season, like Dino Thunder, Ninja Storm, SPD. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really like Mystic Force. I don't care not... for Joe. Um... <laughs> Nick, Nick didn't do anything. Dude, Nick was <laughs> the worst. Yeah, Nick was awful. Um, but yeah, I think for whatever reason, uh, there just became this. The aura of Power Rangers disappeared after the first couple of seasons, sadly, and mm-hmm. then like. Yeah, it became uncool to watch Power Rangers. And I was just like, yeah. I don't know what you're We're talking just... about. These are giant robots fighting These each other in space. 
What's this was so good? What's right? to not like, like about that? I don't yeah. understand. It's the same thing. Like as a wrestling fan, I've been watching wrestling all my whole life. Every time I talk to people about wrestling, they're like, "Oh yeah, I used to watch it when I was younger." And I'm like, "Okay, and that's fine. Like I don't uh, people grow out of things. It's fine." But mm-hmm. again, there was a point where, like in like 2001, kind of people just started to, you know, the audience started to to, to get smaller. Because um, it used to be huge. Like, wrestling, professional wrestling was so huge in the late 90s. And then in the 2000s, just kind of, like, dropped off slowly. Well, not even slowly, very quickly. But it's similar thing with Power Rangers, where it's just, like, when you bring it up, people who did watch it at one point or just, like, there became this, I don't know if stigma is the right word, but this idea about these these media where it's, like, oh, that's lame or that's, you know, not interesting mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm just, like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's entertainment like anything else you know i don't see the big issue you know because plenty of people still watch anime or cartoons it's like no one's right that's why i'm so so glad though that like the power rangers has a community has been cultivated like there's a lot of us like surprisingly a lot um for a long time we were living in secret (laughs) yeah I wasn't. I was. I was. I hundred percent. I was. Yeah. I feel like everyone else was because it wasn't until I was in university that people started like admitting to me that mm. they like Power Rangers because I was always vocal about it. Um, right. So mm-hmm. I think it's just. I feel like a lot of people were very secretive about it. Yeah. But Akil, now that sorry, what were you doing, Akil, if you yeah. weren't watching Power Rangers? Uh, I was being born. <laughs> oh yeah, like, like, no, but like in the ni- late '90s and like, 2000s. Like, what were you yeah. watching? Because this is your first time watching Fire Rangers. So this is my first time. Were you always Fire the Lego Rangers. guy? Was that like? Uh, no. This was around the time before I was allowed to play with Lego. Oh wow! Um, because I have two older brothers, so they didn't let me play. Mm. Ah. Um, what was I watching? I I don't even know what I was watching at this time. Well, obviously, I think this was my book era. Oh. oh well, well, well. I see how it is. Dude, I was, I was all in the. It wasn't just Power Rangers. It was Big Bad Beetleborgs. There was also the show. It lasted one or maybe two. One season, I think, it was called Mystic Knights of Tirnanog. I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly Don't you joke with me. I loved I'm that not show. Joking with you. Yeah. You're the first person I've ever met that knows that show, it's and I can't VR believe you've never talked about VR this. Troopers, yeah. The one season of Mass Rider. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Mass Rider Dragon Knight? Oh, man. I'm not as familiar with Mass Did Rider. Did you guys but... ever watch Space Cases? No. Uh, oh, my gosh. That I'm was Zach so from Power Rangers from before Ooh, okay. he was actually a Power Rangers. Ooh. It it was so good. It was like Star Trek, but, like, for kids, pretty much. Ooh, and no. George T.K. actually was in an episode of oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah. I remember this hair. I remember um, this hair. But yeah. yeah, there was just something about that era where they had these absurdly long names for superhero characters. Yeah. Big Bad mm-hmm. Beelborgs, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Mystic Knights mm-hmm. of Tyrion and Oak. I don't know Mystic why. Mystic Knights? Yeah. It's very, I mean, it's not like it's amazing, but still, it's just cool. No, like, I like was... knights and they I remember, transform. Yeah. Remember one of the knights was obsessed with tarts? And I'm like, I relate to that guy more than anything in this world. <laughs> I remember their calls yeah. more than anything, but I always mix up the calls. Because it was like, everybody had an element element to them. Yeah. So it was like, the water beneath me, and then they'd get their Yeah, armor. the air above me. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the wind around me. And then there was also a fifth one that came yes, later. exactly. It was literally just like Power <laughs> Rangers. Just like Power Rangers. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I think All it's right. on something. I think it might be on Prime or something. Oh, um, oh I'll, I'll double check and I'll, I'll send you a message. But that was the end of 
Green with Evil Saga. So just as a thought, I would like us to do the 2000 and the new movie because now is a good time to do it since Tommy introduction, right? So we're at the end of the Five Ranger thing. We could do the movie before continuing because that is the Five Ranger story. Right. What do you guys think? Yes. Yeah, sure. I love that movie. I just movie. watched it like two <laughs> days ago, but oh. I will watch it again happily. I'll watch it again. I can't have you ever seen it. No, I've never seen it. Oh okay, my God, you're is, in okay. for a treat. Okay. It's right. so good, bro. Like, Dude, I, it's so good. It's, oh, it's amazing. Man. It's I hate the fact that it did not get the love it deserves and that we yeah. didn't get, not just we didn't get a sequel, we didn't get the planned six-movie franchise that this guy, D, the Dean Israelite, who's the director, he wanted to do six mm -hmm. movies of this, and he set it up by introducing the Zeo Crystals right in the beginning. And I'm yeah. just like, we could have had a whole world with like Zed and more, and none of that is going to come to fruition because people got so upset about product Trivial placement. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, Trivial I saw this movie four times in theaters. Yeah, wow. so the I first time I walked out, I was like, I don't know. The third, the second time I went to go see it, just to reassure my feelings, I was like, it's pretty, <clears throat> it's pretty good. Third time I watched it with my now wife, and she was like, I don't get it, and I was like, I, I think I understand this movie now. Yeah. And then the yeah. fourth time I saw it with my friends, and I was like, this is the greatest movie yeah. I've ever it's seen. It's so good. Went, I'm excited. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying I went uh, Thursday night, six p.m. Yes. showing premiere showing. At my theater, I walked out of there going, I am so excited for what we're... Like, it's it's so good. I not only saw it, like, two or three times in theaters, I bought the Blu-ray. I don't usually buy Blu-rays because I don't care. I have to, I have to, I but I was like, no, I'm guys. supporting this movie as much as I can. So my That's friend what, yeah. and I bought the Blu-ray. And then I even still bought it on Prime just because, like, I was like, whatever. Like, I... Whenever I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. If I'm too lazy to put so the disc good. in, I'll just... But I went to the theater dressed in my... So this is when Dino Charge was actually out. Mm. So I, I had oh, my nice. Dino Charge outfit. Nice. And I went dressed in my Dino Charge outfit. And honestly, I love that movie so, so much. Just, I'm so excited. I have a lot of thoughts about it. I know you guys have a lot oh, of thoughts about it. I'm, I'm so excited for you to hear this. Um, okay. uh, watch Breakfast Club. I'm not, I'm not joking. Watch <laughs> okay. Breakfast Club. And then watch this and movie. Watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're going to see... You're going to appreciate I it for also, what it is. I had one last question though for a kill. Like, so yes. when you were younger, you you never saw even a single episode of Power Rangers. Not a single episode. Wow, that's I think it's I grew wild. up during the Disney era, and I didn't have Disney Channel. No, but it could, oh, we're the, the same age during the huh? Disney era. We're the same age. We're the same age. Yeah. What, when was the Disney era then? I thought that was like early two thousands, mid two thousands. Yeah, but it's Power Rangers yeah. started in nineteen three. So like yeah, I started in '93. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I started in '93. Yeah, I watched TV for the first few years of my life. Dude. No, but like '98, you know. No, no, no. Disney era was so '93. So three seasons of Mighty Morphin. Yeah. That's '96 already. Yeah. Zio '97. Yeah. Turbo. Yeah. '98. Yeah. '99 was space. Uh, in space '99. Lost Galaxy. 2000. Uh, 2000s. And then. Um, oh one is Lightspeed. Lightspeed, yeah. also that's the bad. So, oh, two Time Force. I, I will. I will Time say, if you, if, I feel. I feel like uh, Rescue and Time Force and all that stuff. If you weren't already engaged with Time, like Power Rangers at the time, you weren't watching those seasons. You but know I what I mean? Kids were watching it, like yes, younger yeah, than us kids. I just, yeah. was, I'm just surprised that you've never seen a single episode. Yeah. Of what did you think of? I'm like, I'm like wondering, like, what was your perception of 
powering it, did you just think did you know of just... it <laughs> yeah yes, yeah it's okay, like okay. it's in the cultural zeitgeist right I guess. so i know yeah. like that it exists i know that it's a combination of like a japanese show and an american show it's it's color coded color coordinated ninja heroes which is just a trope across the board um but yeah I, i've never seen a single episode uh, i was talking to my family about it my brother has seen like one he remembers watching one episode from childhood my sister-in-law remembers kimberly and that's it she doesn't know how much she watched <laughs> <laughs> what's going yeah. on in the west end of canada yeah. <laughs> that's so I'll interesting I think that's, yeah, like, I'm not surprised if you haven't seen, like, a whole season. I'm surprised that you haven't seen one single episode. I haven't episode. seen a single yeah, episode. That yeah, is well. But, I mean, it's cool. I love you. this. I'm so jealous you get to relive it. <laughs> I get to live First time. It's so exciting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Re- uh, so good. I hope you're enjoying mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. genuinely. As, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope so, you end up, like, becoming a huge fan. So what do you feel mm-hmm. so far in the, like, 21, yeah, like, 22 episodes we've watched 22 now? 22 episodes. It's um, I I liked these last five episodes because uh, I think I talked about it in the last two episodes of this podcast of like we know the formula it's just repeating now and then this one really shook things up. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I feel like if it if it wasn't for this arc, I could have just stopped right here and been like, okay, I know all of Power Rangers now. <laughs> <laughs> Not too far off, right. but there is yeah. a lot of complexity to like later seasons mm-hmm. right but like if specifically yeah. talking about this see these these set of rangers and stuff like you're not yeah. too far off <laughs> i think what you'll notice when you watch the movies is like it's very character driven yeah like, yeah a lot of the things mm-hmm. you desire out of these characters that we like pull from like the details and stuff like that like yeah. it really it's more about them as teenagers than like them mm-hmm. about being power rangers and like yeah yeah that's what makes that movie so meaningful yep. to me yep. personally because it's like mm-hmm. this is a, it, it feels like people that just so happen mm-hmm. to be superheroes right. yeah um, and that dynamic is just something that like it, it happens in the power ranger mm-hmm. lore or like the power ranger series but like to really yeah. focus on that like really hammers it in and i really enjoy that yeah yeah and that's why i like revisiting it or i guess visiting it with you guys because you pick up on those moments now and you're like oh this is this character growth that comes into play later or like mm-hmm. this is this interaction that comes into play later or this is that thing that gets picked up later so it's like i assume that it would like build 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 and then the next season starts from scratch and then build 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 yes. but it sounds like from the beginning, they were just like building and building and building and building and building, and like everything that happens affects, I guess, 20, 30 years down the road. Now it does. Yeah, it comes yeah. and goes, you know, like yeah. it's dependent on who owns it, and you yeah. know, because like yeah. there have been like certain um, people that certain when certain companies own it, they like do not mm-hmm. want to acknowledge past lore at all, like it's this mm-hmm. weird mandate that the come the like showrunner or like the executives will put in which is annoying because it's like there's all this lore why would you not want to address it or even Mm -hmm. like reference it so it's kind of power just has has had a very weird you know like trajectory through its 30 Mm -hmm. years now because of like a different ownership and stuff um but i think i'm i'm very pleased with hasbro from everything i've heard and seen from them in like what they want to do with power rangers um, so that's why I'm, I'm really excited to see where like 
not only what happens in the the the, spe- the anniversary special, but also Cosmic Fury, which is the next series, and then where it goes beyond that because they plan to do not do like what they've been doing. They plan to kind of change up the formula with like different shows and movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's an exciting time. <laughs> All right, so tune in next time. We're going to be watching the new Power Rangers movie before we continue on with the rest of the Mighty Morphin series. I think before that, the special episode will also drop like within the next month. So we'll do that as a special episode. It won't be included in the main. We're really, really excited. Um, until then, I'm Minhas and I'm joined with Nick, Akil, and Nov. Once a Ranger, always a Ranger. <laughs>